0: is not government. The center of America is not Washington DC. The center of America is the neighborhoods where 330 million Americans are raising their kids and trying to put food on the table and trying to love their neighbor. That's the center of America. We're not supposed to be the most important people in America. We're supposed to be servant
1: leaders who try to re- maintain a framework for ordered liberty so that there's a structure that back
0: home where they live they can get from the silver frame of structure and order to the golden apple at the center as Washington would have said it, which is the things that they build together.
2: Ben Ben Sass, Senator from Nebraska, he was on the Senate floor yesterday saying that sort of stuff, fighting an uphill battle to try to convince the, uh, the country. He's right, by the way, that this whole putting all our hopes and dreams in, uh, in Washington, D.C., and in particular, one uh, one member of Washington, D.C. every time around, the president. Right. is, is a terrible way to live your life. What struck me as he was
1: talking was a little different point, though, that the, uh, the Democratic Party, especially the powers that be, in the media allowed the heart of America, as he put it, the, the neighborhoods, your town where you live, they let those towns get burnt or, or battered or people beaten down for what they believe by political violence from the left. Over and over and over again. Then some people who I don't support, and I think were way over the top, they took that anger and resentment to Washington, D.C., and acted on it. Just because I understand it doesn't mean I support it. Actually, Chris Rock has kind of a funny bit about that with O.J. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I understand. Uh, so, yeah, to act aghast that all of a sudden there's political violence? Please, have you not
2: turned on your TV? Um, there's a lot of people who were pretty hardcore uh, supporting a Trump and would always come around. You know, even if even if they couldn't handle the way he did it, come around to supporting his policy, that sort of stuff. That have uh, really cut ties with him in the last 24 hours. I, man, I was going through the Twitter feed of your, you know, your chattering classes. Mm-hmm. Rich Lowry of the National Review, and I realize most of you don't know who that is, and you shouldn't nobody should be that into politics. But he's one of those guys on the right, Republican, has been supportive of Trump at every turn, who wrote a long piece for the National Review last night saying, that's it, he's done, he should be impeached and removed now wow. for what he did yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fanning the flames of this as it was going on, when there was a chance, we really are lucky it ended up as good as it did yesterday. You end up with that many angry people in the Capitol if there had been a gun, let alone several guns, or somebody with bombs or anything like that, oh my God, that could have been a brutal day. They
1: did find pipe bombs in both the DNC office and the RNC office. Have you, have you heard whether
2: or not those were real bombs? Live like, uh, yes. devices? No, I, I, I heard they were safely detonated.
1: I don't know yeah, to that, what extent that means. Though. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't actually mean anything. But um, Well, it means they are safely detonated, but you can safely detonate a uh, watermelon, too. I've
2: seen it done. It's actually oh, pretty I, entertaining. Uh I didn't finish my own point, which was, um, while that was going on, when we were at the, oh, my God, are are they safe in there? Or how, you know, there's the the, the reports of gunshots. What's happening while that's going on? Trump is continuing to say that that he won in a landslide and the election was stolen.
1: And Mike Pence was a coward for not, uh, you know, enforcing that. Which is just absolutely out of line. Okay, so that's Trump. Trump. And uh, pulling people along with wackadoodle theories that I don't know if he believed them or not. Uh You know, all the court cases thrown out, the rest of it. Some of them probably should have been heard on the facts and not just thrown out on procedural grounds. But I don't want to get hung up on that. So you have that. You have the left and the media putting up with political violence for years. Starting, I think, in San Jose when... Uh, Republicans, Trump supporters, the merely curious were beaten down by leftist mobs and nobody did anything about it. This was 2015. Okay. Then you got your Antifa stuff, your Black Lives Matter stuff, your your riots, your burnings, your lootings, your shootings, the rest of it tolerated. Kavanaugh,
2: when they took over Kavanaugh. the Senate building and, and, uh, and had senators cowering in elevators screaming at them. And everybody thought that was just okay, I guess. Right. Yeah. U.S. senators cowering in their own building afraid wide-eyed are you going to punch me attack me or whatever nobody just said oh that's fine
1: now getting back to the full picture of this thing because you're never going to hear it in the mainstream media then then you have the fact that as congressman tom mcclintock put it so eloquently eloquently we've gone from a nearly perfectly secure system of voting to a fast and loose fraud is easy you know, it's just 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 a sloppy, sloppy voting system, partly using COVID as an excuse. Absolutely a valid concern, and I think it is underrated as a concern. If we lose faith in our voting systems, we will lose our republic. So you have all of that. Then you have guys like Ted Cruz, who I like and admire, and was pretty pissed off, acting. And listen, if you're any good at the English language, you hear these guys tap dancing. Josh Hawley, another really smart guy. Do you think Mike Pence can overturn the election? Well, what's important is the people are heard.
2: Guy went to Stanford and Oxford.
1: Yeah, yeah. He knows that there was nothing that could even conceivably be happening yesterday. Okay? They just wanted the hardest core Trump supporters to know, okay, we hear you. We know you don't accept the election. There was some weirdness, uh, and, and we're here to represent you, which is fine. But they were too clever by half. And essentially reinforce people's wackadoo beliefs. So man, this is a stew of, of sins on the right, the left, the media, Trump himself. Uh, Pence, to my mind, stood tall yesterday. I've got more respect for him than I ever have. Um, it's just, and then, and then, you know, I'm taking in the media as usual and just, I, I don't care that they suck at their jobs and that they're liars and they're soulless and they're gutless. I can accept that. It's the fact that millions and millions of my fellow Americans, God bless you, you're my countrymen, get misled by these charlatans. That's the part that really frustrates me. But I'll try to get over it. Perhaps through the use of bourbon.
2: <laughs> um, certainly didn't help my side any of what happened yesterday. And the fact that... Uh, Trump encouraged this crowd, which gives the left such a club to use for years to come against the right. I really hate that.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Rand Paul, though, had some pretty interesting ideas on what to do with the energy you're feeling. Whoever you are and whatever you're feeling. In clip number 31, I think this is a great idea.
3: Conservatives should know that the Electoral College is something we support because it supports states' rights to run the elections when there's a problem, it's going to have to be fixed at the states. The fix isn't up here. For people to be led to believe that the Electoral College can be changed after the vote and that people can come in Washington and have Congress overturn the election is an absurdity. It's, it's, it's really a mistake for people to believe that. It's never happened before. It was never intended to happen. And if it did, it would be overturning everything that we cherish about states' rights, that these powers are something that are left to the states and the people and they don't belong to the federal government.
2: And as Mitch McConnell said yesterday in his first speech of the day, he said this would be the end of it. If, if we overturn this election, we'll never have another election again that anybody cares about.
1: Or, or believes.
2: Yeah, or believes. This, right. is, this would be the end of our American experiment. That's why he said it was the most important vote he ever cast yesterday. And rejecting this nonsense, and it is, it's legally speaking, just nonsense.
1: right. Rand Paul's message, though, that you have to look to your state. That's where the fix is. If you thought the election was hinky and weird, Mike Pence can't suddenly overturn an election? Are you kidding? That thought is absurd, and yet hundreds of thousands of people believed it. You have to drill down on your state's electoral procedures. That's how you solve it. As long as we have Rand Paul making the point. Give me clip 32.
3: But can you imagine what would happen to this country if every four years we have Congress overturning an election, it would be chaos. And that's what you saw today, chaos and anarchy, and we have to stop it. People need to know this is not the way you try to preserve your country or make your country better. I have a lot of the same complaints. I want the elections to be better, but I'll spend the next two years lobbying state legislatures to try to fix the election law so this doesn't happen again.
1: The great Rand Paul not great at landscaping, but a fine libertarian
2: I I, I I gotta quit reading texts. I gotta quit reading comments because yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're, don't they're, I don't know if people are trolling or if there's a a quite large number of people that can't have you know nuance or or two two things being true at once. All that stuff Rand Paul said, you know, we we did this election a lot different than we've ever done every election before. Blah blah blah. All that sort of is absolutely true, and I look forward to efforts to fix it all and everything like that. Trump did not win in a landslide. He it was not all the 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 the, the machines coming from Venezuela or whatever that story is. None of that stuff is true. None of that stuff happened. Nope. And Trump pretending that it's still true while the Capitol is being attacked, is awful Ted Cruz yesterday on the floor saying, you're winning for now, and acting like there's a chance this is going to be overturned and Trump's going to stay in office? That
1: was his worst moment. Oh,
2: that's a traitorous sort of thing to do. Yeah. Really, yeah. really awful. Um, I, I'll, I'll be interested to see what the polling is on this in a couple of weeks, when passion's settle down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I remember being highly amused months after trump beat hillary clinton the polling showed that if you held the election today he would have beat her even worse yeah what <laughs> people liked trump more and her less right i have a feeling it's way the other direction this time around well i guess it's the same way uh but uh, but in terms of trump's fortunes i think if you held the election today it would not be even close Right, right. And listen, one
1: thing I left out of my trying to draw the complete picture, little screed, and I apologize for that, is that the Democrats in the media denied the validity of the 2016 election mm-hmm. over and over and over again. For years, they perpetrated the Russian collusion hoax.
2: Being every bit as cynical as Ted Cruz oh, was please, yesterday. Yeah. Adam Schiff all the time making his statements about all there are uh, subpoenas coming and uh, secret evidence I have exactly. seen it's, he knew that it's almost right. like both parties aren't worthy of our support <laughs> they're horrific right you
1: had the the most farcical impeachment ever imagined the, the the various you know Hillary claiming it was the Russians or misogyny it's just This has been brewing for a long time. Yes, people acting aghast and shocked at yesterday. It's like you you set your your navigation system for Wichita, and you headed for then you got on the highway and then you drove and you drove and you made the turn and you took the exit. You ended up in Wichita and said, "Jesus, why are we in Wichita? How did this happen?" You've been ahead for Wichita for years, and it's been so obvious. We've been telling you that over and over again. This is going to end in both sides resorting to political violence. God, it's so, it, it bores me. It was so obvious.
2: Right. This
1: is not America. This is not. A, well, it, no, it's not. It shouldn't be. But please, quit su- acting surprised.
2: As Mark Stein said, this isn't who we are. This is exactly who we are. Have you not been watching television since Memorial Day? Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, uh, our text line is 415-295-KFTC. How the heck was the security that lacks around the Capitol? Nobody seems to be able to figure that out yet, exactly what was going on there. A bunch of different angles uh, that we've got for you coming up.
1: These insurrectionists were black, they would have been shot in the face. And my God, if these insurrectionists were Muslim, they would have been sniped from the top of buildings. So I want to know from the Capitol Hill police what what, what is it? Is it just white people? Or is it Donald Trump supporters?
3: Why do you scream at people for walking across the street three blocks away from the Capitol? Why are you known as badasses around the Capitol? But then Trump supporters come in and you open the fucking doors for them. You open the
1: doors for them and let them breach the people's house.
2: What is wrong with you? Um Well, so, putting aside
1: the race baiting aspect of that, so for who, now,
2: who who kind of uh, like went <gasps> when he dropped the f bomb? They had a b roll going, so I don't. Okay. I'm not had sure. Had to who be that a little meek. That was uh, Joe Scarborough of MSNBC. So I, I, have, I put the bleep in there, by the way. That he just let it fly. Yeah. So I have been adamant about a bunch of things today that I uh, stand by. Uh, Trump uh, did unconscionable things. Uh, the media and all kinds of different people have done unconscionable things in allowing this to grow over the years. This one I'm not being adamant about. I don't know anything about this. I'm just, like, asking questions and stating. I want to make that clear. Okay. I don't understand what happened with the security. I would have never guessed that a mob could get into the Capitol like that. And the Washington Post asking the same question. Capital breach prompts urgent questions about security failures. Nobody stopped them. Officers are captured on video, appearing to stand back as rioters streamed inside. Yesterday, while police were still struggling to eject the last intruders from the Capitol, current and former law enforcement officials said it appeared the U.S. Capitol Police and other agencies had failed to anticipate the size and intentions of the crowd that marched uh, down Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Avenue and went in. Law enforcement experts said they were mystified by the tactics that the police used once the mob was already inside the Capitol. Other police seemed to stand by, observing the disorder instead of stopping it. One image posted on social media showed an officer taking a selfie with one of the intruders, and a video seemed to show officers opening the security fence to let Trump supporters closer. Police did not appear to try to detain the rioters, allowing them to leave unhindered. One even held a woman's hand to steady her on the Capitol steps as she left. Um, Former uh, chief of the Capitol Police for four years a few years back said it's like watching a real-life horror movie i mean we train and plan and budget every day for this sort of thing how it happened i can't figure it out
1: I, i can't imagine i don't know
2: i don't have an answer for this again i'm not being adamant i'm not angry i'm just i'm confused who manages the
1: capitol police i mean they've got to answer to somebody right do they answer to the executive branch
2: do they answer to congress the Senate, both? Uh, the former chief of the Capitol Police, as recently as 2016, said he was surprised to see that the Capitol Police had allowed rioters to get so close to the building in the first place, then onto the steps, and that, that they forced their way inside and that the rioters were not arrested. Uh, we protect the people, the place, and the process that makes the United States what we are. That's why we're here. Um, I have no idea how this happened. I heard somebody say
1: it would take too much time and and attention to actually arrest people. They were just trying to keep them back and and keep bloodshed from happening.
2: That could be. Capitol Police is overseen by the Capitol Police Board and has congressional oversight by appropriations and something. Okay. One House member said, it's very clear to me that there are going to be a lot of people who are going to be without employment very, very soon. I think the fact that the former chief of the Capitol Police is saying none of this is supposed to happen... That's pretty interesting. What went on there? Uh, Just
1: very quickly, I want to acknowledge that we got your angry, self-righteous email saying Trump had nothing to do with this, and we also got the angry, self-righteous email saying Trump is the only person who has anything to do with this. So you have been heard. Thank you. Thank you for your wisdom.
3: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty
0: Show. I've got combat experience. I was ready to defend the other members. Uh, As despicable as yesterday was, we can't just shrug our shoulders and pretend like these problems still don't exist for future elections. We need to have a peaceful transfer of power and the confidence of everyone uh, that their voice will be heard. (sighs)
2: So I got a little more on the security before we get to some breaking news. Um, I did hear one congressman yesterday and I I, I don't if, if you're a longtime listener, you know, I'm a shoot looters guy. I think Looter shooter. I think you make it clear, you know, and I'm probably over the top and you could argue me out, argue me out of it. But that's why I've always felt my whole life. Make it clear. Hey, you steal something, you break a window, you get shot and you won't have any of that. But I heard this, and, and I thought that's what was going to happen yesterday when they're banging on the door of a f- freaking chamber of the house. Right. And about to come in, and those guys have their guns drawn, and I thought, you got to shoot the first person through the door, and the second and the third, until they stop coming through the door.
1: Mm. That That's the way I would have approached it. A lot more it. blood in Jack Armstrong's America.
2: And a lot less freaking rioting. <laughs> but mm, Counterpoint. But, I heard a congressman, and I think it was a Republican, say they did the right thing. We can replace chairs we can replace buildings we can't replace human beings and i thought i, I don't i don't know if i agree with that what mm-hmm. do you think well you got to see how it goes
1: I, it, yesterday was a day of reckoning the day of reckoning should have been months and months and months ago when all the political violence from the left was going on and by the way yesterday might have been political violence partly from the left and we'll talk about that but uh, I, I think maybe there will be a little more clarity.
2: If you don't draw the line at a mob coming into the house chamber, where do you draw the line? Where are
1: uh, yeah. you retreating to? Well, again, to the security question, shocking that they got there. Uh, they need to first figure that out. It's funny. Back so to a back.
2: shirtless guy with a wolf hat isn't supposed to stand <laughs> up at the... Uh... The main stage there.
1: That guy. Uh, there are pictures of him at a BLM rally in D.C. over the summer. Now, some people so are claiming. And- yeah,
2: some people are claiming he's a well-known antifa agitator. I don't have any uh, idea. We're still in that so. first 24-hour period where 90% of what you hear turns out to be wrong. Yes. Right. So who knows what we'll know about the facts of all this in a couple of days? We do need to get to the breaking news. Ah, yes. A couple of different things. One, Facebook has announced that Trump is booted indefinitely. So Facebook and Instagram has booted him off. Twitter booted him off for 12 hours yesterday. They're doing the same thing to him that they did to the the, uh, the New York Post. Uh, his his tweets have been removed. He must delete the tweets, and then he can unlock his account, is, is from my understanding. That's its own interesting conversation, because, like, I, I wanted to talk about the tweet about Pence, and I couldn't find it on Twitter, and I had to go to other sources. I should be able to find what the president said mm-hmm. quite easily i mean why would you want to hide that from me i was i was going to use it to criticize him by the way um his pence tweet so the blo- i did it's, it, it's interesting i'm not a fan of censorship right and i guess that's my ultimate point point. and then the other breaking news is the soon-to-be majority leader of the senate chuck schumer who wears his law glasses down on his nose i would do that but i find it uncomfortable he has no soul did you know that He just announced that this president should not hold office one day longer and says the 25th Amendment should be used. If not, Congress should reconvene to impeach the president. Okay. See, the problem is, and this gets to the whole growing growing violence in the streets, little by little, and it grows and it grows and grows and it escalates and it escalates and it escalates. You have called for impeaching the president and having him removed. You and the Washington Post and the New York Times and Adam Schiff so many times, it no longer means anything. A few years ago, prior to this era, it would have been a huge deal. It was funny. You just said that, and I had no emotional reaction
1: other than, ha. (laughs)
2: When I read it, I had no emotional reaction. Yeah, of course you did. You always do. (laughs) Only a couple of years ago, it would have been a stop the presses. They break into regular programming on ABC TV because the leader of one party in the Senate has said the president should be impeached. Stop. It's not even newsworthy now. Right. So you have caused this yes. people's level of cynicism, upping the ante, just constant, yeah. never-ending hyperbole. Right. I came
1: up with a perfect example. For the longest time, and and granted, there's always been hyperbole and grandstanding. But you get home from work, you say, "Honey, what do you want for dinner?" I was thinking of getting pizza. You know, I'm not really in the mood for pizza. What else sounds good? Well, now it's, "Honey, what are you in the mood for for dinner? How about pizza?" I hate you with every fiber of my soul. Yeah, I'm going to murder you in your sleep. That's our politics now. Nobody says, you know what, that may be ineffective and it's awfully expensive. Is there another solution? No, you say you're a fascist! You're a communist! Where do you go from there?
2: (laughs) Well, there's nowhere to go from there. I was actually reading a great complicated article as trying to highlight but it's just too great and uh, too long and complicated to boil well, down. you just end up highlighting the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that happens to me all yeah. the time. And it's very usually
1: when Matt Taibbi is writing something. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it's very complex, but it's about uh, the German Republic before Hitler took over. And no, I don't think Trump's the ex-Hitler or whatever, but I do think we have the culture right now of pre-Hitler Germany. In what in which that was the political conversation constantly. You're a fascist. You're a communist. It just had broken down. They
1: were fascists and communists.
2: (laughs) I'm not a fan of Hitler. Hitler. The conversation had broken down, and it had grown, and then people became what they were calling each other. (gasps) Wow! And and there was no level. There was no nuance. There was no anything. And I just thought we're at the beginning stages of that. It's possible there will be many. Uh,
1: crossroads where we could turn right, left, or go straight. And, and I'm hoping we can save the thing. And again. Was, uh,
2: how many times have you said this? Have I said this? Was yesterday a point on a continuum, or was it the pendulum reaching its you know end and we start to swing back?
1: We're certainly close to the end. I, I hope it's that one. Oh, I don't know, though. I do not trust the powerful to make the right decisions, including tightening elections security up so tight people start crying it's vote suppression uh because if we lose faith in our electoral process we lose the
2: republic one reason i think it's a point on a continuum and i hope i'm wrong is um i have seen no indication that the mainstream media is ready to call out all political violence it's no. still no this is unique to trump and to the right perfect time to read this email from
1: ron anonymous As a musician with many lefty friends, hey, we could hang out. Lifelong friends, mind you. I can tell you that because they get their news from lefty sources, they were indeed ignorant of the levels of left-wing violence. Or they were led to believe that only right-wing extremist agitators were responsible for the violence. One friend requested I send links to videos of extreme anti-white, anti-conservative violence in Seattle and Portland. To his credit, he then used the videos to inform some of his other friends that left-wing violence was real and was actually happening there. The reporting on the violence in D.C. reminds me of the analogy you made about the refs in a game catching the player who retaliates. This time, make me Anonymous so me and my family stay safe.
2: Wow, that's a nice culture. Oh, lordy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and exactly who perpetrated the violence yesterday is unclear. There are some of my conservative brethren who are just claiming outright that it was all Antifa-types. It wasn't. There's no way that's true. I will tell you this, though. I was just watching the uh, video of of the guy with the police shield smashing in the window. Have you seen that? Mm -hmm. Um, I've spent a lot of time all over this great country with all sorts of different people, from the redneckiest rednecks to intellectuals to uh, rock and roll guitarists to to, you name it. This guy didn't look like a right-winger. Long, kind of (laughs) dreadlocky hair, youngish Definitely looked straight out of Seattle street violence, smashing in the, the, the windows. Ain't no joke in Washington DC when you do, did what those people did. Now they got away with it. They were aided and abetted in Portland and Seattle in particular for months and months and months and months and months. And, months, and none of the limp wristed authorities there did anything about it. They hardly arrested anybody. They prosecuted practically nobody. That ain't going to be the case in DC. And we're going to find out who these people were, who they're affiliated with, what their uh, social media was. When that becomes clear, we'll bring it to you. They're not going to bring it to you on CNN, ABC, NBC, etc. And they might in the Washington Post, because they still have a shred of journalistic credibility, but just a shred. Uh, But we'll keep an eye on that. As we said earlier, if... Antifa didn't send agitators there to throw on a Trump hat and drape themselves in a flag and then smash stuff. They're They're not not good at at their jobs. No, they're not. And they're very, very good at their jobs, which is hurting people and smashing stuff and trying to bring some sort of jackass, half-wit, Northwestern-U.S.-baked revolution. Oh, my
3: God. I'm afraid to ask this question. Will there be violence January 20th? Uh, well, some are. Sure, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, I I hope not widespread on Inauguration Day.
2: Well, back to the, you know, is this a pendulum reaching the end and swinging back or on the continuum? I, I, and I hope but I hope we've caught on. But, for instance, the 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 people going into a restaurant and screaming in Mitch McConnell's face Good that, that everybody was just OK with. I guess that's OK. No, no, we can't allow any of this. We can't allow any of this. Somebody is. God, we've been saying this for years, and yesterday it happened. Somebody is going to get killed. Yeah, they did. We're going to have a major political
1: figure get killed. How about going to people's houses and terrorizing them? Uh, politicians, for instance.
2: Whether it's Nancy Pelosi or Mitch McConnell. You can't allow it. Interestingly, you can't allow Jack, it. In both those cases, it was the left doing it.
1: You remember the Nancy Pelosi vandalism was anarchists with the pig's head and the fake blood and the rest of it. So, uh, hello! Didn't hear that on MSNBC, did ya?
2: But no matter what your political belief is, you don't get to break stuff or hurt and hurt people. Right? You just can't or threaten people. People shouldn't be scared for their lives eating dinner at a restaurant. Just none of this is okay. I, I would God, you would think we could all come together on that one. I'm scanning the email. A lot of
1: great emails today. A lot of folks who normally don't email weighing in. I mean, some some angry people and some people whose uh, 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 point of view is uh, uh, lacking in perspective.
2: But, oh, I, I had one more thing on the please? security thing yes? that that, that, uh, that I heard last night that I thought was really interesting. And I saw this on Brian Williams on MSNBC and I saw the conversation on Fox, so I have pretty good reason to think it's true. Reporters saying, I've been following, I've been doing the news forever in all kinds of different situations. I've, this is the first time I've Ever, not seen the police have a press conference that day and explain everything that happened, and the Capitol Police didn't, hmm. and uh, and 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 nobody really did, and the Capitol Police just put out a statement a couple of minutes ago and a lot of ass covering. Um, something really broke down, yeah, and clearly. it's like, and, and like I was mentioning a little bit ago, former chief of the Capitol Police just a couple of years ago was saying, "How the hell did that happen?" Right. So, you know, one of their own is saying that. So there was a major breakdown in, I mean, they didn't anticipate that. That's funny. All the media was there because they thought it might happen. Mm -hmm. You didn't anticipate that possibility?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Final note for this segment, I want to get this voice on the air from, uh, can we use the name? Yeah, Merrill. Listen, I've been a Trump supporter since he came to office, but didn't vote for him the first time around. You have to look at it from a different point of view. He's the first president that did exactly what he said he would do. And in large measure, he did. Yeah, he's an ass, but the best president we ever had. I'm not sure I agree with that, but now we are back to more swamp. That's why people are pissed. I don't support violence, but my blood is boiling right now, knowing that we have four more years of the same. Trump was the first person, the first president, in a very long time to talk to middle Americans, average Americans, working Americans, blue-collar people, the rest of them, and say, you're my people, you're the backbone of America, which you clearly are. And for that, he was uh, repaid with enormous loyalty and affection, which was deserved. It was earned. On the other hand, you know, my mom earned my love and, and support and the rest of it. But if she goes on a shooting spree, I'm not going to say, well, she's my mom. I guess I'm with her. I mean, you part company at the point that uh, things go as sideways as they did yesterday. Let Fanning us.
2: the flames of it even after it was underway. I was shocked by that. Yeah. Shocked. Well, you're still claiming you won in a landslide as people are inside the Capitol building. Wow. I, I can't wait to see the polling. Ugly day, man. I'd say so. Text line four one five two nine five kftc
3: Let me be very clear about what's happened here, is that the mob has overtaken the process of trying to certify the Electoral College. Security here at the United States Capitol has failed. Demonstrators were inside the building. Security here has utterly failed. What did you think about the president's tweets today and the video that he made at the White House? Uh, Tepid at at best. Uh, You know, I watched his entire a speech this morning. There are 38 allegations he has factual, legal allegations related to election integrity. Not a single one of which is going to be solved by scaling the walls of the Capitol. You got to go to the courtroom or go to the state legislatures. None of what he was complaining about this morning is going to be solved by by, by rioting and assaulting the Capitol.
2: That's an excellent point. Even if they were legit complaints, which they're not. Um. Break. I I got to
1: jump in some of them are some of them are most of them are not
2: which of trump's complaints have been legit the yeah. ones they mentioned in the georgia thing those were all phony
1: uh pennsylvania's uh changing, oh, changing all of their electoral like, yeah, laws yeah. yeah i
2: have a problem with that yeah but, but well it doesn't make any difference this tweet that he just he just uh 17 hours ago but that's long after the rioting these are the things and events that happen when a sacred landslide election victory is so unceremoniously and viciously stripped away from the great patriots who have been badly and unfairly treated. That's just a freaking lie. That's unhinged. <clears throat> I am not for booting him off of Twitter, though. I was just listening to a little of Mark Zuckerberg explaining why the president will not be on Facebook for the rest of his term. I think hiding the comments the president of the United States seems crazy to me.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Um, there are means we have for that, other than that sort of censorship. Will Facebook continue to steal his data, though, <laughs> even though he's been silenced? <laughs> Never forget.
2: Um, I can't believe that... That. I mean, if he doesn't uninstall, probably. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that after things had settled down and somebody was dead and all the craziness and things like that, he still tweeted about his sacred landslide election win. I don't know what his end game is. Does he have an end game?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, if he's trying to build some sort of post, uh, office coalition or he's just, I've heard people, some fairly heavyweight people suggesting he's just an egomaniac who can't stand that he lost. I don't know. What, George Wills, uh, post to the Washington Post is a column. Trump, Hawley, and Cruz will each wear the scarlet S of a seditionist. The three repulsive architects of Wednesday's heartbreaking spectacle, blah blah blah, must be named and forever shunned. They are Donald Trump and Senators Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz. Wow, that's strong stuff.
2: I well, I I, still, I condemn Trump for what he just said. I've been pretty clear about that through the whole show. But I think he believes it, which is kind of a different thing. He shouldn't, you know. I, I it's its own category. I don't. I don't know what that means. Why does he believe it? Who gave him the information? That's its own thing. But Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley know this. Stuff isn't true. They know that he didn't win in a landslide election.
1: Oh yeah, they're calculating to try to get the Trump uh, super loyalists on their side.
2: Boy, yeah. that's that's a heck of a maneuver, man. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Oh man, where to go from here?
1: Uh, mm, there's so many different angles. Uh, let's do we have time for the Jonathan Turley clip? Uh, Forty-three. I think this is kind of important. Go ahead.
0: What these people were doing really bordered on a desecration of the most sacred moment of our constitutional system. And the terrible thing is that we had just had two of the most redeeming moments. When Vice President Pence defied President Trump and said, I'm going to stand with the Constitution, not convenience, it was an amazing moment to behold for all of us. It reminded us we were all in this together. And then when 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 Senator Mitch McConnell stood up and called on his colleagues to stand down. This is the man known for brass knuckle politics, telling his colleagues to put politics aside. It was perhaps his greatest speech of his career. And that was a high point for us as a nation. And then this, this happened. And it's chilling for all of us because it shows a crisis of faith. You know, that's what the Constitution is. It's a leap of faith. That we take together. The people that scaled the walls that broke into those bodies have lost their faith.
2: Mm, that's true.
0: If we
1: lose the sense that we are all countrymen and in this together, though we may disagree vehemently, we've lost the republic, honestly.
2: But if you believe that the election was stolen, he won in a landslide, it was stolen, you yeah. can justify violence and breaking in those feelings. You can justify killing people. Thomas sense.
1: Jefferson would agree with you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. If you believe it. But it didn't happen. That's the problem. It wasn't a landslide win. That's a big problem.
3: Armstrong and Getty.